Are you ready? It's that time! Welcome, all of you uh, unfortunate souls on the internet who have found this place. This is Man Buns Jesus. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Laborious. The other guy who we'll talk in a little bit is your other host, Ben Olschlager. We are pastors, and we sometimes talk about Jesus-y things. We sometimes don't. And this is episode 29 of this particular podcast. So what are we talking about today? Is it a Jesus-y thing or a non-Jesus-y thing today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theological answer. Yeah, that is the theological answer. Um, we talk a lot about our our ministries and and things related to that, and um, how our life as pastors intersects with the world. Um, but we don't, other than the, the episode that came out a few weeks ago about hockey, we don't take that many opportunities to um, just kind of talk about like who we are as people. Um, and so this generous is the answer. Yeah. There's some of that or a lot of that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, this week we're going to take an opportunity to, to kind of share a little bit about, um, who we are, what we like to do. Um, and since it's Thanksgiving, we're going to do that in the lens of what are we thankful for outside of work? Um, it's important for us to be able to balance our vocations um and and be able to give ourselves rest and sabbath and um uh, find ways to do things that aren't work related so uh yeah we're going to talk about that you want I'm throwing Josh a little shade here is that I'm throwing you're... Josh a little shade here um <laughs> I guess starting off Josh what is one thing that you are thankful for outside of work and I will add the caveat, you cannot say your wife or dog. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's just. So I was actually thinking about this the other night, and uh, this this might be a little bit out of the range that you were thinking about. But um, last night I was watching a Predators game, or not last night, two nights ago. I was watching a Predators game. It was and, the one where uh, they beat the Wild? It, it was it was that game so it's all um, right we, we <laughs> no that's we not I mean I'm thankful that we won I am but not where I'm going with this uh, but it made me think back to our my last year at seminary and my last year at seminary my second my middle younger brother lived with Chris and I because the circumstances with his housing at Wash Washington University didn't really work out. We had an extra room, so we're like, yeah, just come live with us. Um, and it worked out great. But almost every single Preds game that season, the three of us sat on the couch and watched the Predators. And and sitting there watching the Preds game the other night, I was thinking back to that and I was like, man, I really loved watching those, watching all those games with Caleb and being able to share that time with him. Um, so all that to say, I'm, I'm really thankful for my brothers, um, 
all, all four of them. I, I feel like I'm, I'm really lucky to have the, the sibling relationships that I do because I do not know a lot of people who as adults would say, yes, I would love to live with my brothers again. Um, and I was thinking about that the other, <laughs> this is what I was thinking about last night. I was like, man, if one of my brothers came to town, I would be over the moon happy about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the relationships I have with my brothers. How about that, Ben? I dig it. I dig that. I'll allow it. Uh, I I'm I would second that too. I've got three younger brothers and um I feel like I'm pretty close to to all of them and um it it's fun to catch up with them and, and see what kind of shenanigans they're getting into and now the uh, real question do any of them listen to this podcast? Do any of them listen to this podcast? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh I know that at least I think at least two of them have tried it. I don't know if any of them still regularly listen, uh, but we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> one, I, I'm pretty sure that three of my brothers have never heard an episode, but okay. one of them listens almost every week uh, because for whatever reason, someone at his church found this podcast <laughs> and said, you got to listen to this. And he was like, bruh. <laughs> So occasionally he'll send me a text message uh, making fun of something we said on air. And it's yeah, it's great. As he should. should. Uh, My first one, and this is more the direction I was thinking, is uh, frozen pizza dough. (laughs) What? Yes. Wait. Hold on. What? Frozen pizza dough. Like, you can buy the dough in in pre-portion, like, amounts. That go in the freezer, and then when you want to make pizza, you pull out like the pre-sectioned pieces of dough, and you can cook them up and make pizza. Do you not know that was a thing? I mean, I knew conceptually. Do you know how easy it is to just make the pizza dough? You're right. There's it is easy, but also I've had no time in the last couple of weeks. Neither has my wife, and so we just. Got a couple of things of frozen pizza dough. Anyway, I say all. Yeah, this. I mean, go for it. <laughs> I've had some pretty bomb pizza in the last few days, and I didn't have to do a whole lot to make it. Uh, and making good food and then sharing it with my wife, like, it's a good time. And I'm. I thought I'm wives really were off limits here. They are, but the pizza dough is what I'm thankful for. I'm always thankful for for my wife, but right now I'm especially thankful for frozen pizza dough. Um, I you know I you got to you got to echo pizza. my brother one. I'm gonna echo that in a little. I'm thankful for the Domino's two for uh, $6.99 <laughs> deal. I love that because it's phenom- and it's always there. And Domino's pizza is cheaper than DiGiorno's. Don't let anybody lie to you. Mm-hmm. First it's cheaper to go get yourself sure. a, a pan pizza from Domino's than it is to get a DiGiorno's. Especially if you get in on. Especially if you get in on those like uh, rewards programs and you earn a free pizza after every like eight pies or whatever, yeah, do it. We we don't use Domino's. We use a local place, but same kind of deal. Um, worth it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely worth it. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Um, so this is this is a really personal one, actually. Uh, not super personal. Deep. Oh no, you okay. misread me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have just been feeling really, really good about myself in the weight room lately. Mm. Like for for those of you who have never lifted weights, something something magical happens when you lift weights and it's called the pump. Okay, it's when all of your blood is flowing to your muscles and your muscles are active. And so they look bigger and more well defined than if you're just like sitting on the couch relaxing. So lately in the gym, I've been, you know, lifting my weights going through my regimen. And I look in the mirror. and I'm like, dang, that guy looks good. And I'm really happy about it. Because Josh with the pump looks great. I wish the entire world could see me as the gym sees me. And that is all. So I'm thankful for the pump. <laughs> yeah, deep, no, shallow, as shallow as possible. Hashtag deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks, um, I do my best. Let's see, I'm thankful. Uh, for comfortable shoes um dude i so i have massive feet um i wear a size 13 one you know what that means everybody big socks yes um <laughs> i wear a size 13 wide and it could be really hard to find shoes but uh my wife started wearing um barefoot shoes not too long ago do you know what do you Are know those the, concept the toe behind? shoes? No, they're not the toe shoes. They're they're designed to basically make you feel like you're walking barefoot, even though you're wearing a shoe. So the sole's really thin. There's no arch support. Um, they're flat. Um, it's supposed to help you strengthen your arches, but they're also really comfy because they're designed to let your toes spread out when they hit the ground. Um, and I've never had a shoe that actually fit my toe box until now, which has been great. So, yeah, I'm thankful for shoes that fit. This is a weird episode, Ben. You're right. <laughs> um, uh, okay, let's go the other direction. I just uh, talked about being a total lunk. Uh, I'm thankful there's a strategy game that I've been playing in, in some of my off time called Rome Total War. And I'm really good at it. So thankful for, <laughs> I own like in, in the world of the game, I've conquered like half the planet. So go me. I, I just killed off Egypt, which is an accomplishment because Egypt is really great in this game anyway <laughs> i've really been enjoying that like it's it's something that like i don't know it uh satisfies like an organizational part of my brain i think so hmm. thankful for that <laughs> uh i'm thankful for a grandpa that hunts because <laughs> it means that i get venison uh and i've been recently eating some of what he gave me last year 
Um, I made some really bomb uh, ground venison and beef meatballs. Um, put some of them on on said pizzas that I made earlier this week. Save some for future pasta nights, but they're pretty fire, and I'm I'm pretty excited about them. Um, and thankful that my uh, grandpa has extra to go around and is willing to send me home with some. Yeah. There you go. Um, I am thankful for a man named John Corollis, who has, uh, he's out here in the Pacific Southwest District with me. And he's just been a really, uh, a really great encouragement and support lately for a lot of different things. So uh, I'm really thankful that I got to know him at the seminary. Uh, and I'm really thankful that I kind of get to continue that friendship with someone who's well i wouldn't say close but a lot closer than any of my other friends so shout out to you johnny uncle john <laughs> hearing that moniker after uh he sean baker and i played in a uh in a off-campus soccer league and after one of our seasons ended he took sean and i out for ice cream <laughs> So he he officially became the cool uncle. I don't know if he knows that, but he's cool Uncle John. So is that almost equivalent to like when when we played with Andrew Nelson and we started calling him dad? Yeah, same same exact situation. <laughs> Except John Krolis got to be the fun uncle and Andrew Nelson was dad. Touche. I hope Andrew and John find this episode of this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be tagging John in it. So okay, good. <laughs> Whether or not he listens to it, I I don't know. But yeah, I think I'm also thankful for friends. Um, is especially like I was fortunate enough to land uh here in Michigan, about a half an hour away from a good college friend of mine, um. And that's been an incredible blessing to to have him around as someone that um like I can hang out with, shoot the breeze with. He's not a member of the congregation, um, which is nice because there which are times is important. Where, yeah. There are times where you kind of need to get outside that bubble uh for a little while and 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 relax and rest and and just enjoy someone's company without it like directly dragging back into work-related stuff so um been really thankful that david's around and um he's getting married next weekend or not next weekend two weeks from now so very excited for that way to go david yep um i am thankful uh to have a balanced budget like personally <laughs> Uh, cause for a long time, we, we just kept getting, cause like theoretically, right. We always have had a balanced budget because we know what we take in every month and we have allocated that to everything we need to spend money on. So like, but for years, things have just been coming up and we've been playing catch up, mm -hmm. right? Like. Um, 
fourth year, uh, there were some expenses that came up related to school that kind of caught us. Um, and then right when we thought, oh, you know, it's gonna be fine and I'm gonna start making real person money and whatever. And then I got in a car wreck a week before we moved to California uh, and had to then pay to ship the car from St. Louis where it got fixed to California. So we, we then, you know, spent however many months playing catch up for that. Um, but this month, knock on wood, my guys, uh, budget is balanced. We have money going into our like savings account for stuff that we know we're going to have to pay for. That's not due yet. So like, uh, quarterly taxes, we could do a whole podcast about quarterly taxes. They're not fun <laughs> for all those of you who, who are just regular old, uh, W2 employees. Count your blessings because quarterly taxes suck. <laughs> um, so yeah, thankful for a balanced budget. I'm, I'm really happy to, we have what we need and, and we're in a stable place. So yeah, I'm thankful for uh, local dives. Um, what a hipster thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I so when I first moved here to to Michigan, we're kind of on the outer edge of the suburbs. Um and like I grew up in Minneapolis where I have like a very distinct idea of what a like local dive restaurant kind of place is supposed to look like. And they don't exist in that form here because everything's in a strip mall. So you have to do like, in my mind, you have to do more research to find out like, do people actually like this place and how long has this place been here? And like, is the food actually good or is it just kind of on reputation that like, is this place on reputation somewhere that's actually good? Or is it just like they have a flashy sign and they happen to be in the clean looking strip mall? Um, Cause <laughs> Those those things actually make a difference, um, and we keep kind of trying places and and finding like actual like little local gem restaurants, um, and it's always fun for us to to find somewhere where like eating food that somebody that probably lives in the neighborhood made, um, or somebody that fr uh, from church knows them, and um, somehow there's some random connection, and um, like there's an ice cream place up the street owned by the husband of one of our former preschool teachers. Um, and it's one of our favorite ice cream places in the neighborhood. So it it's a good time to find the, the little local gems for food or um, we went to a reclaimed wood store the other day. Um, yeah, it was actually pretty awesome. Um, found like some boards for shelving and um, kind of look, took a look at what else might be there for future projects and um, kind of a neat place to wander around. And I always like the smell of sawdust. So I had a good time. <laughs> it's, pre it's a pretty great smell. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide whether or not this one counts um you can say it i won't ban it from ban you from it 
I, I'm thankful for the district that I get to be a part of, um, especially like they, they're, they've been very supportive of, of me as a young pastor mm -hmm. and kind of investing effort into uh, helping me grow, helping me learn. Um, so I'm, I'm really thankful for that. I'm really thankful for uh, the district president who's actually taken some time to get to know me. Um, I've, I've never had that experience before. Right. Like pretty sure if you had asked any of the previous district presidents I've been in the district of, they wouldn't have been able to tell you who I was. Like all, all the guys at the seminary, they were like, yeah, I, I go to beer with my district president over this break. And I was like, my district president doesn't know my name. <laughs> What's you talking about? Uh, but but Mike does does know my name and he he knows me and he's been very supportive. So. I'm, I'm appreciative awesome. for my district. I don't know if my new district president knows my name, but my old one does. We just elected a new one over the summer. And, uh, but at fall pastors conference this year, as we're, I'm sitting together with my, my circuit. Uh, we went out to get a beer together. Um, the former president at that point, former president of the district walks by outside my circuit, I pointed out my circuit visitor gets up, like chases him down, drags him and his wife back in. And we went from a, a circuit like gathering where we were uh, just drinking together and talking about how ministry and stuff was going to. There were like 20 pastors there uh, talking shop and like some of the old guys are talking to the young guys and, and comparing stories and like things that worked in one place and didn't in others and uh yeah it was a lot of fun i <laughs> i got a lot of free beer <laughs> uh, now we see what ben is really thankful for <laughs> uh, 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 um that doesn't really count as my one though oh um, it doesn't ha go ha. again scrub yeah. <laughs> um i'm thankful for good neighbors um the neighborhood that my wife and i moved into um when we moved here uh we landed between a couple of pretty good neighbors one is uh incredibly kind and helpful um i think he mowed my line lawn a couple of times when we moved in before i got a lawnmower um He's helped us find backfill. That's so Midwestern of him. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, he's helped us find backfill. He's uh, like lent us uh, wheelbarrows and tools and stuff to to work on the yard with, and um, you know, offered suggestions. Like um, he used to uh, breed and uh, train dogs, and so he's helped us with some suggestions on uh, what we can do with our dog who uh likes to be a problem at times um and on the other side we've got a guy that knows how to fix just about anything with a small motor in it so um it's an incredibly nice resource to have <laughs> so he's already yeah. uh, done some things to my lawnmower a couple times and um i need to ask him to fix the snowblower before too long but um yeah, and he's also like helped us find like a wheelbarrow and um 
some other tools and stuff because he's one of those guys that will fix old stuff that people are trying to throw out and then he'll turn around and sell it but he sells it to me as his neighbor at a discount to what he would sell it to anyone else at so appreciate that and um he's so nice uh we've gotten food from his garden and uh yeah just feel really blessed to have landed where we did with such great neighbors there you go yeah uh <laughs> you mentioned needing a snowblower <laughs> i am thankful that i live in a part of the country where i will never need a snowblower <laughs> the high today is 77 degrees where i live and it's a beautiful thing ladies and gentlemen so i am thankful that i live south of the mason dixon line can, can i crap it. on the, can i crap on the state of missouri oh by all means okay cool please i'd be insulted if you didn't i'm thankful that i no longer have to spend winter in st <laughs> louis um josh hates the cold so I, i'm not surprised to hear him say that he's thankful to be living south of the mason dixon but as somebody that grew up in minnesota hence the hat hence the <laughs> uh, short sleeves on a day where i i think we're barely getting above freezing um like i enjoy winter but the the enjoyable part about northern winters everyone that is what stockholm syndrome looks like when applied hey, to weather hey I enjoy northern winters because there are things you can do outside when there is enough snow and there is a certain beauty and simplicity to a snowy landscape that like it just hits the right like member berries if you're a South Park fan um like just uh. brings, back, <laughs> brings back childhood memories and and uh reminds me of uh <laughs> the simple times um <laughs> but like when when you're in missouri in the winter you get the worst of both worlds because like the worst part of winter in the south is the occasional ice storm but you don't even get them that often right you get them once every few years they're bad but you can usually deal with them at that point because you're not getting them that frequently. And then in the north, the worst part is the blizzards that trap you in your house for a couple of days because you get a foot and a half of snow and the it takes the plows a while to get out and clear everything. St. Louis gets both of those, but doesn't get to enjoy any of the upside of either. It never really gets warm enough to be like nice outside in the winter. So you get to deal with like three to four months of cold and gray the snow doesn't really stick because it's just warm enough that it all melts within a couple of days leading to some of that sloppy grossness that you get for four months uh and then you get the snowstorms and the ice storms but because they're far enough south they don't invest in a huge uh like plow force so it takes them forever to clear the roads and like the ice they almost kind of expect to melt before they can clear everything so if you get a bad enough ice storm in St. Louis, it takes them a few days to get around and salt or sand everything to like actually make the roads drivable again. Um, so in other words, I think St. Louis winters are like the worst possible winters in the in the United States. 
uh, and I'm glad to not be living there anymore. For that specific reason, there are other things about St. Louis I miss, but the winters are <laughs> terrible. Nick's. Um. Yeah. We're fuzzy. Generally sandwiches. thankful I don't live in the in the Midwest anymore. <laughs> I know any of you who live in the Midwest are like, the Midwest is great. No, it's not. <laughs> Listen, I've lived all over the country. Um, I shouldn't say that. I haven't really lived in the Northeast or the Northwest. You haven't lived, lived north of St. Louis. Silence. <laughs> you've never been to the midwest the, what are you talking about i lived in st louis for three years that doesn't count missouri's the, the like black hole in the middle of the country that is neither the south nor the north whatever man <laughs> whatever all i know is i'm glad i don't live in the midwest the southeast is still the best part of the country don't get me wrong but I would take the West over the Midwest nine out of 10 times. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, man, I'm, you know what? I'm going to break your rule. Cause it's a stupid rule. I'm thankful for my dog because he is the cutest thing in the world. Like I just, just before we got onto this podcast, I was, you know, this is the first thing I do in the day on Thursday. So I was finishing up some stuff around the house and he's just laying curled up in his bed with his tail covering his snout, all cute, all rolled up. I had the cutest dog in the world. And I'm really thankful that I get to hang out with him all the time. <laughs> since, since you broke my rule, I'm also going to say I'm thankful for my dog because She's also really stinking cute and she does lots of things that just like make us laugh a lot. She's taught herself how to play fetch with her own bone. She'll, like, <laughs> she'll pick it up and then do one of these and flick it up in the air and then chase after it. Uh, just love the, the enthusiasm there. Uh, it's incredible. Um, she does some things that are also incredibly dumb, but Hey, we'll live with those. <laughs> um, I'm all, I'm thankful for bad cartoons. Mm. Uh, this includes, but it's not limited to, Rick and Morty, Family Guy, South Park, Solar Opposites, um, American Dad to some extent, and uh, Futurama. All these just great, great opportunities for me to turn my brain off for 22 <laughs> minutes at a time. It's I love it. I'm I'm thankful for Detroit sports teams. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Because as an out-of-state sports fan, my teams usually only come to Detroit once a year. Um, but all of their teams are terrible enough. That it's a relatively inexpensive ticket if I want to go see their team. There it is. <laughs> see my team. Um, so I I got to see the Twins a handful of times this summer, um, because I never had to spend that much money on a ticket. 
Uh, I got to watch the Wild play the Red Wings a few weeks ago. The Wild lost, but the Wild also aren't very good this year, so that's a different story. Uh, but I didn't have to spend very much on that ticket compared to what I would have to spend if I was in Minnesota. Uh, I haven't made it down to a, a Lions-Vikings game yet, mostly because it's hard to for a pastor on a Sunday morning. Yeah, you um, need a Monday night game is what you need. Or a mid-afternooner. Um, like a, the, I guess you don't have mid-afternoon time slot out on the, the West Coast unless you get the, the nightcap. Yeah, um, the, the Sunday night football starts at five o'clock here. Yeah, uh, we the get early the, games kick off at 10 a.m. The same time our worship service starts. Yeah, so we get uh, the one o'clock time slot, the 430 time slot, and then the, the night games start at eight. Um, and so if if you get lucky, you might get the 430 slot and maybe I could make one. But uh, yeah. I'm thankful for for bad Detroit sports teams that allow me to see my Minnesota teams for cheap. We might be making some enemies in this episode. As you know what? Yeah, so far as it is. See, but here's the thing: Michigan sports fans, like they're really proud of their college sports. They're really proud of of Michigan football, Michigan State basketball. Um, Which is weird because neither of them are in the SEC. So why bother? Now you're making enemies. You're making enemies, <laughs> I, not me. Though. I woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> um, and to some extent, they're they're proud of some of their sporting teams' histories. But right now, they know that all of their teams suck, and it's going to be a road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Being in a sports market like Detroit will generate a lot of humility in your fan base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although somehow still a mind-boggling loyalty. Anyway, um I got I got one more. I'm going to break yeah. the rule because I am very thankful for my wife. I was going to let that be our takeaway. Well, then this is my takeaway. I'm very thankful for my wife because of all these things that I have listed, she is uh, a participant in or a, a supporter of, um, right? She is very supportive of, of me lifting weights. And uh, when we don't have a dog to deal with, she, she would lift with me. Um, <laughs> she sits and watches those bad cartoons with me. She sits and watches those hockey games with me, uh, all these different things. Uh, she's right there being supportive and being loving and being kind. So my wife is the best and I love her very much. Aww. Shut up. Yeah. But like I said, this is, this is our takeaway. Um, we're all, we're both really incredibly thankful for our wives. And I'm, I'm thankful that my wife, um doesn't What's up with all away. your nonsense yeah doesn't let me get away with anything either um it's nice to have someone in my life who like is willing to tell me something straight uh there's no angle there's no um 
like they're not dancing around it. It's just Ben, you did something dumb. <laughs> or I uh, imagine she has to say that a lot. Reasonably. Ben, you didn't phrase that very well in your sermon. <laughs> that one I've heard Ouch. a few times. Ouch. It's fair. She's right. Um uh, like she puts up with me, she puts up with my shenanigans. Um and she still loves me. And that's I'm very, very thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else we're what we're uh you know what else we're thankful for on this podcast? Jesus. <laughs> Well, now what I'm going to say sounds bad. I was going to say, we're thankful for all the people who subscribe <laughs> on their favorite podcasting platform. Um, that too. That too. This this was a weird episode. We're proud of you uh, for sticking through it with us. Uh, we're thankful for all of you guys who subscribe, who show us uh, that this is worth the time we put into it every week. Um, a new opportunity for you, if you would like... Uh, if you would like devotional reminders or podcast reminders. So if you want to get a text when the new podcasts come out, or you want to get a text every day of the week with a reminder to do devotions and some links to different devotional resources, you can do that by texting join J O I N to nine, five, one, eight hundred Devo. That is nine, five, one, eight, zero, zero. 3386. Um, you can do that. And what it's going to, it'll send you a link back. You got to click the link and put your name in because then it can autofill your name when it sends you robotic texts. Um, and then it's going to send you one more. After you do that, it sends you one more message and it gives you a menu of options one through seven. And you get to pick how frequently you get text messages from this number. Right. If you just want a podcast reminder, I think it's option number four or something. If you want devotional reminders and a podcast reminder, it's option five, I think. So you like you pick how, how much you get involved, but it is there for you. It's there for you to use if you would like. Um, that's a resource that Edgewater is making available and anyone from uh, any of our listening base is, is welcome to also take advantage of that. Um, and finally, we, we have a Facebook page. Check it out if you want. Message it if you have topic ideas. We'd love to hear them. Um, we'll talk about anything, literally anything. There's no off limits. So, yeah. With all happy that being Thanksgiving. Said, happy Thanksgiving. Brothers and sisters, go in peace. Serve the Lord and enjoy some turkey. Thanks be to God. <laughs>